You're listening to the Sermon Podcast for the Gate Church in Lethbridge, Alberta. For more information, to contact us, or to support this ministry, please visit thegate.org. Good evening and thank you for joining us for our Good Friday online service as we remember and consider what Jesus accomplished for us at the cross. In Matthew 11, Jesus tells us that those who come to him and know him will also know God the Father. And then miraculously, he invites us to do just that. Matthew 11, 28 to 30, Jesus says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This is an incredible invitation to lay our burden of sin and anxiety before Jesus and in return find ourselves wrapped up in the embrace of the merciful God of all comfort and peace. Yet I've, I've found that as humans, whether in our shame or, or in our pride, instead of coming to Jesus where we can confess and unload our burdens, burdens which are too much for us to bear, we often try to carry them ourselves or even try to keep them or hide them from God, maybe out of fear of punishment or judgment. For example, sometimes I help my two boys in building their Lego sets, especially the complicated ones. And so in knowing that they're kids and that they're going to play with these sets and most likely break them, whether by accident or on purpose, I always tell them that, that after we're done building them, that, that if a part of their set breaks off, then they can and should come to me with it right away so that I can help them fix it before the set breaks even more or before the pieces get lost. But instead, what usually happens is after they accidentally or purposefully break the set, they don't bring it to me right away. They either forget that they can come to me for help or else they try to fix it themselves or they just try to hide it from me out of fear or like I'll be mad at them for wrecking it or something. And then a couple of weeks will go by and I'll see the Lego set in their room, broken apart, pieces missing, barely resembling what this, that set that we had built together. And I'll ask them, what happened? Why didn't you bring it to me the, the moment it broke so that I could fix it? But this is human nature, though. Even Adam and Eve did this to God when they first disobeyed him in the garden. God came to them and asked what they'd done, which really was their moment of opportunity from God to repent and reconcile with him. But instead, in their nakedness and in their shame, they lied and tried to hide their sin. And then they found themselves cast out of his rest. And just like them, we also have a tendency to, to hide our sin or run from God as well. We think we're unworthy or that we'll be punished or even that we can make amends ourselves or that we don't need God. So we don't come to God and we can't find rest. And so in order to save us, God sent love to us. Jesus came to us to find us and take our place to usher us back into his rest. Romans 5, 6-9 says, For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, 
Christ died for us. Since therefore we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. This is why we're gathered online today. Because of this love, because of this grace, because of this hope, because Jesus died for us. And this is why we can confidently and joyfully respond to Jesus' invitation to come to him and lay down our burdens because this saving work of redemption has already been done. It is finished. In Psalm 32, David, King David writes that, that when he kept silent and hid his iniquities from God, he found that the guilt and, and the burden was too much to bear. He felt like his bones were wasting away and that the judgment of God was heavy upon him, crushing him. But then in verse 5, he finally decides that he can bear it no longer. As it says, Psalm 32, verse 5, David says, I acknowledged my sin to you, and I did not cover my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. David discovered that hiding from God did him no good, that it was actually only damaging and deadly but rather that it was through repentance where he found that, that freedom and forgiveness it was freely available in the embrace of a merciful God. Which is why he follows it up with this advice next in verse 6. He says, Therefore let everyone who is godly offer prayer to God at a time when you may be found. And this is the time. As we come to the cross... We're reminded that Jesus made a way for us to be found and forgiven by God. As our perfect and sinless sacrifice, his death accomplished what ours never could. So his blood poured out for us reminds us explicitly that we no longer have to run from God or fear his judgment or wrath. We no longer have to feel the need to hide our sin or shame or continue to carry the weight of our guilt or our fear or anxiety or brokenness. Jesus, on our behalf, already took the weight of it all upon himself. And so we can now come to him and be restored, made new, no matter what we've done or, or who we are, knowing that because of the cross, he's faithful and excited to freely extend his grace, peace, and love. 1 John 1.9 says, If we confess our sins... He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So I invite you to come to Jesus, to believe in him by faith, to open your hearts and surrender to him even now so that the good news of the cross, so that the, the power of his blood shed for us can change you and affect you deeply and draw you into the embrace of God even and especially as we're living in isolation and suffering right now. Open yourselves up to the one who, who not only empathizes with our suffering, but who suffered and died for all. Who not only understands isolation, but one who was abandoned, not only by his disciples, but who was separated completely from God as he paid the penalty of our sin at the cross. Also that we would never be alone, so that we could exchange our burdens with eternal rest. For our souls. So this evening, we invite you to not only follow along, but join with us 
as we humbly come to the foot of the cross, as we respond to his sacrifice together with repentance and thanksgiving. Let's begin by bowing our heads in prayer. Lord, as we gather together today to to ponder the cross that you willingly bore, both in glorifying obedience to the Father and for the forgiveness of our sins, may the weight of our sin and therefore the vastness of your love and grace which you freely poured out upon us become an even deeper reality for us. Lord, as we come before you, humble us and move in us a deep desire and affection for your name because you're worthy of it all and more. Amen.